When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here at the Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break. The Play Caller Sports Talk Show Game Source, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, Pop Culture Cosmos, and of course, our great friends at the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. Well, we dive deeper into all the great NBA teams that are out there because I got some of the best fans for these teams available. And I reached out, and so many great people have answered the call so far. And I've got one here today. He is the co host of the Play Caller Sports Talk Show right there on YouTube. I'll tell you what. If you go right now and type in Play Caller Sports Talk Show on YouTube, you're going to see a tremendous amount of videos right there for you, right at your fingertips. He's here to talk about the Denver Nuggets, a team which everybody, maybe not now or maybe now, should be scared of now and especially in the future because they're loading a lineup that is really going to be something special maybe this year, but definitely down the road. It is cool, McCain, and cool. thanks for being on the program today. Uh, no problem, Joe. Thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, great for you to be here. We truly appreciate you taking the time to speak to us about the Denver Nuggets, plus also your thoughts on the L.A. Lakers. First off, we're going to get into Denver, what they did in the offseason. And, of course, it all started with as far as the season's concerned and where it's going as far as the unfortunate injury. To Jamal Murray, uh, I saw that injury firsthand. I happened to actually be watching the game and saw him go down with that terrible knee injury. And speculation is now obviously when you have that type of injury, when is he coming back? When is he coming back? I know the Clippers in Clipperland, they're actually saying the same thing about Kawhi. When is he coming back? When is he coming back? My guess is, and from all speculation, that this type of ACL injury is probably going to be coming back sooner rather than later as far as the end of the season is concerned i have a feeling what uh, you know from what you're hearing out there maybe like march is that a good estimation maybe february so what i've been hearing is the earliest to expect him back would be right after the all-star break sometime between there 
and about the last month of the season, somewhere in that, you know, that time frame. Well, absolutely. And I tell you what, if that's the case, I mean, if your team is rolling by then and if they're actually very competitive in the West, which I still think they should be because they are a very laid out team, they didn't do necessarily too much in the way of adding people or making big changes. They kind of kept it status quo, but they mm-hmm. did a lot to solidify for the future, made a lot of signings. They got people under contract. We saw Aaron Gordon come under contract recently for four years, $98 million. I think okay. all said and done. I know there's a lot of talk with MPJ, Michael Porter Jr., who if you don't, uh, even with his back injury uh, issues that he's had over the course of the, you know, his early part of his years, if you don't throw out the full max on extension, that's kind of a concern right there because I think you should because he is one of the most uniquely talented players in all the NBA. But I think that in Denver, a lot of people are getting excited for the future of this team because they see a foundation about for the next three, four seasons where this team can not only be not for just a regular playoff spot, if they don't do it this year, a championship style season, maybe a championship type run is in the not too distant future. Oh yeah. I mean, you look at the um, amount of young talent, you know, that Denver has on the team. You're thinking about guys like, you know, Bobo still hasn't seen a lot of time on the court. Oh, I'd love to see him out there. Man, he's very, very athletic. This guy's seven, two. And he can bring the ball down, make passes, shoot the jump shot. So he's very versatile. Um, a little bit of questions about injury with him. But, you know, he's a really good player for us. Definitely a young player. Compazzo, Fernando Compazzo, he is a um, player from overseas. He's more experienced than some of the other guys. Uh, but as far as NBA experience, you know, he's only been in the NBA a couple of seasons. Uh, but he's a nice piece to have off your bench. He's a tough, gritty guy, plays hard defense. You know, you look at P.J. Dozier. Great guy that we, you know, have there still young at 24. Of course, Aaron Gordon's only 26. You know, when you think about it and look at that, then you look at uh, Marcus Howard, guy that hasn't played a lot yet, but that we expect, you know, big things for moving forward as he gets more, you know, assimilated to the pro game. Jokic is only 26. Uh, Jamal Murray is only 24. You know, Michael Porter Jr. is actually only 23. You know, so you have a lot of young pieces. Then we did bring Austin Rivers back. Uh, we did. Um, go ahead and re-sign Will Barton, as well as Jermichael Green. Big offseason sign, of course, for us was Jeff Green, who we essentially replaced Paul Millsap with a younger, a little bit more younger and versatile version of what Paul Millsap brings for us. Guy that comes from the net, so he knows that role where you may not have the same amount of minutes every night, where you only get pieces of time to play, but he'll be ready. He's a veteran. He'll be a good presence in the locker room. So, you know, all in all, I think a very good offseason because there wasn't a lot of moves that I felt like we needed to make. I felt like Will Barton being out late in the season, P.J. Dozier being out, you know, Michael Porter Jr. getting hurt in the playoffs had an ill effect on us. You know, Monte Morris still there. He's only 26 as well. So a lot of young guys that are still learning how to win, play together. But you look at what, you know, we were able to do this year, even after Jamal Murray injury. And then you think about him coming back. Uh, kind of with a chip on the shoulder with something to prove off of the injury. It's going to make this team a team I think is going to be very exciting and fighting for a top three or four spot, you know, in the Western Conference. Well, there you go. In fact, I see them, if they don't compete now at the top of the food chain in the Western Conference, they will be there as soon as Jamal Murray gets healthy. 
Of course, you have the reigning MVP, Nikola Jokic, who is such a tremendous passer and such a gifted offensive individual there. He is just, you know, the way he meshes with MPJ and his outside shooting and his fluidity and just mm-hmm. it's truly, you know, the, all the uh, all the veteran leadership now, the young veterans that you have now on the team. I mean, now it, it just seems to be lining up for something really special. Again, if they don't do it right now, maybe because of, like, again, Jamal Murray's knee injury, and we're not sure where he's coming back. As soon as they, he gets healthy and as soon as this team gets in place, I really see them doing damage on the rest of the league for some time to come. Yeah, and you think about Aaron Gordon, you know, signing him long-term, that gives him some security as well as, you know, us some financial security. So if he goes out and he has a really great season, because now he's going to have an off-season to kind of learn the system, learn where we want him to play, what we want him to do. Um, that role, of course, is going to change when Jamal Murray comes back. But before a big part of the season, we're going to ask a lot out of Aaron Gordon. Um, we're going to ask a lot out of Michael Porter Jr. And those are two guys that are very interchangeable. You can play them together. You can play one and then have the other one come in and kind of do some of the same things. Obviously, for Gordon, the better fit is going to be defensively because he's a more polished defensive player at this point in his career. Uh, for Michael Porter Jr., he's a guy that's never scared to take a shot. Um, he can catch fire and, you know, put up big amounts of points in a small period of time for you. So it's kind of like one great player, but it's split over two people. But Aaron Gordon is still very athletic, can still get to the goal. He can still give you 20, 25 points a game if needed. So it'll be exciting to see, you know, how that dynamic works with those two guys being able to play off each other. As you said, you know, Jokic uh, still there. He's a guy that's going to play a lot of minutes, uh, double-double machine, uh, very good at assists, very good at the hand off the screen he can take over games at times when needed you have a lot of guys that can will barton's a guy that we saw in the playoffs you know when needed he could take over give you some points in in, in spurts and long rangy defender as well on the perimeter so it's a lot of great pieces there uh jeff green is a guy that can slide in as a um, backup center we'll be able to play stretch basketball we had it line up on the floor so it'll be exciting you know we picked up bones highland in his draft he's a guy that's not scared to shoot you know yes uh, He's got good range, still needs to work on some of the IQ pieces from what I've heard so far. But, hey, those things will come with time as you get in and get acclimated to this offense. He's going to give you another guy that can make the perimeter shot. It's always important to have as many guys as you can that are threats on the perimeter. That's going to open up the middle for guys like Jokic, Green, Michael Green, you know, some of those guys that want to go in the post, Aaron Gordon. So it's going to give them more room to operate because you're surrounding them with more shooters. He played very well in the summer league here in Vegas. Uh, and I think Bones Highland is being lauded about by a lot of individuals out there that actually had a chance to see him like I did as saying he could be a breakout hit player for the Denver Nuggets. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can bring to the table. And if that's the case, that makes your team much more special. Not to mention the fact that, you know, being during the season in Denver, I mean, there's a almost like a, I guess, a, like a home state, home area advantage always because I've always mentioned that the thin air yeah, during the course of the season, yeah, it, it does play a factor, I think, as far as with other teams that are concerned, I think, during the course of an NBA season. In the playoffs, not so much because their teams are more solidified. They, you know, they go and they practice. They stay there for a couple of days before competing on usual occasions sometimes. But I think right now during the course of the season, if you're – team stays relatively healthy outside of Jamal Murray and he comes back by the time he comes back you could realistically still find yourself in a top four position now if that's the case and he comes back uh, just at what they say 85 90 percent of the individual that he was 
you can't say 100% until maybe maybe a year from now or whatnot. But right. right now, if he comes back at 75, 80, 85% of the Jamal Murray and you guys are right there competing in the top three, top four, like you said, I realistically think that the team itself, the Nuggets, can really be a team that is going to create quite a bit of havoc in the playoffs. And are, are I don't know to say surprise some people because they've actually competed very well in the past two seasons in the NBA playoffs. And I think if that's the case and you do have Jamal Murray rounding back in the form and if everybody's healthy, I see this team going a long way in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, it should be a very exciting team for sure. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. My last movie that I saw in the theaters was The Last Skywalker. I know, condolences to me. Wow, man. Right. I I just had talked about that, and I completely forgot that I saw that movie. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't speak great things about it, I suppose. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, I'm with Cool McCain. You got to check out what he's doing at the Play Caller Sports Talk Show. Catch it today. Subscribe on YouTube. Please go ahead and check that out today on YouTube. But before we head on out, I want to hear your thoughts as a Nuggets fan about it. the nemesis of the Nuggets, uh, especially during the bubble, that, that playoffs where, I guess, uh, for Nikola Jokic, uh, Dwight Howard, and at, at that time, JaVale McGee kind of messed with, especially Dwight Howard, messed with Jokic a little bit, was really physical. I don't know if they're going to be able to get away with that the second time around because Jokic, if you've seen him in recent photos, he looks like a man possessed right now as far as he's really in shape. He really looks like someone who's who's ready to tackle the season. He looks like he took the MVP moniker that he won, the award he won, very seriously and taking that into the season. But as someone who sees things from a little bit different point of view because of you're such a Denver Nuggets fan and you, as someone who, as a journalist and reporter out there for the Player Caller Sports Talk Show, how do you see the changes that the Lakers made this season and ultimately what kind of success can the Lakers have this season? So, I mean, when I look at the Lakers team, a lot of people look at, you know, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, you know, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, those guys. And those guys, you know, are very important. But when I look at the Lakers, I look at what they put around them. Because the big problem the Lakers had last year was not a lot of outside scoring. So you go and you grab guys like Wayne Ellington, you know, Kendrick Nunn, Malik Monk, younger guys, athletic, but can shoot as well. Guys that you'll be able to give a green light to and say, hey, go put buckets in there. Trevor Ariza, you know, kind of fits into that role of veteran, but still that same type of player. Taylor Horton Tucker, you brought him back. So I think what the Lakers did was they said they're going to take LeBron James. DeAndre Jordan's a big signing for you guys as well, because getting guys that can play 15 to 20 minutes a game for you guys, that's fine, right? Because you have so many different lineups that you'll be able to put out there. Um, you have a lot of veterans. Um, I like actually the Mac McClung pick for you guys as well. I think Mac McClung is going to be a guy as a rookie that's going to be able to come in and put up shots as well. So I think you're taking guys like Anthony Davis and LeBron James, who we've heard are going to play the four and the five this year. So you're going to need a guy to step up and, and, and you know, be your small four. 
So the question is, is that going to be Kent Bazemore? You know, is that going to be Carmelo Anthony? You know, is that going to be like uh, Malik Monk? You know, whoever that's going to be. That's going to be an interesting thing to find out as well as who's going to be the starting shooting guard. We know who the starting point guard is going to be. That's going to be Russell Westbrook. So you're going to need to get two guys in there that can shoot with that lineup. That's going to be important for you guys. But your ceiling is going to obviously be competing for a championship. You know, staying healthy is going to be a big question for you. A lot of people have went around and had to joke like, oh, this is a great 2012 all-star team. They would dominate the league if this was like 2012. Uh, I said 2014, but yeah, 2012 <laughs> might actually be better. But yeah, I yeah. agree. I was, I was in on some of those jokes as, as you know, you, you got to be lighthearted about it because you see yeah, you the age of the roster. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, these are the guys that still can play. Um, a lot of these guys don't have rings. And for those who do, they want more. You know, and a lot of guys came and said, you know what, I want to get a ring. So let me go here to give myself an opportunity. So I think you have the right mix to do what it is the vision seems to be, which is you want to take and you want to build around your big three. You want to bring other guys in, younger guys and older guys that are willing to take less money to come and play on this team or maybe a one, two year deal that gives you a chance for the world to see what you can do playing against with some of the best players in the league. Right. So you're going to get opportunities that you wouldn't normally get. You take a Malik Monk to say he went back to Charlotte. He's not going to get the same opportunities that he's going to get on this team when he's in the game because you, you're going to be paying attention to at least two to three other people whenever he's in the game before you're focusing on him. So he's going to be able to show what he can do and work himself into being able to get a better contract a year or two down the road. You know, the same thing for a guy like Kendrick Nunn. So these guys um, did a good job of bringing in the management with the Lakers, of bringing in young guys who are kind of in that same situation as the veterans, right? Because you have guys that's like, well – I can repair my value by coming here for a year or two playing on this team and people saying, oh, man, he's really, really good. So then you can go out somewhere else and get a contract once, you know, the Lakers say, hey, this thing's over. It's time to move on and, you know, blow it up. So I think um, you guys are definitely someone that's very dangerous, someone that you don't want to take lightly in any series or any night. Even if you find out that LeBron's not playing or LeBron is out for a while or Anthony Davis or both. You now have a Russell Westbrook who can step up and give you 35, 40 points a game and get a triple-double if needed. So you have that third guy that you didn't have before. It makes you very dangerous. And I, for one, am a big Russell Westbrook fan, what he does on the court, because he makes bad decisions at times. But you put a guy with that much talent and that much hunger to win in situations where he doesn't have the same caliber of guys, one through five, with him, then, yeah, he's going to take some shots that you don't want him to take because he doesn't feel confident giving that ball up. You're playing with LeBron, Anthony Davis, all these other veteran guys. You know, when, they, when they're calling for the ball in the perimeter, he's not going to have a problem making that play because he's going to feel confident that their guy is going to do what he needs to do once the ball is in his hands. You know, you watch him when he was in Washington. You know, outside of, uh, you know, the main guy there in Washington, who else were you looking at on the team saying he's going to feel comfortable passing the ball? You've heard it. times where he went to the locker room and had a meeting with the guys yelling, saying, hey, we got to go out there and play. Mad that guys were not, you know, giving it their all. So clearly he's a guy that has the focus and the passion. And you're putting him in a situation where he has other guys that have similar thoughts. And not to mention, he had a conversation with Anthony Davis and LeBron before he even came. So you already kind of have an idea that, okay, this is what needs to happen. This is what's going to happen. This is what we feel like we need to do to be successful. You look at the other pieces, you fit them in, you make it work. And that's as simple as that. The Lakers can win a championship. You know, I think their their seller is going to be probably the sixth seed, no lower than that. If you have some injuries, you know, some guys rest due to age, different things like that. But you're going to be a threat to win a championship no matter where you're seated because of the amount of 
talent you have on the team, the amount of veterans you have on the team, and whoever is going to go out there and play with you, they're going to have to beat you. You're not going to beat yourselves. Someone's going to have to come beat you. That's going to be difficult to do for four games in a series. Those are some very sound words right there. I, I can't say I disagree with with any of that. Once again, it's Cool McCain. you got to go ahead and check out what he's doing today at the Play Caller Sports Talk Show. I want to ask you this, though. I mean, like I said, very sound words right there. I can't say I disagree. I'm, I'm hoping that they will use sound logic and all these 30-plus-year-old veterans – that are not named LeBron or Westbrook. They take a lot of them and say, you know what? We're going to play you maybe 10, 15 minutes max. Expect that. Go to Kendrick Nunn, go to Malik Monk and say, you know what? You're the young guys. You're the guys that are playing, like you said, for a free agent contract. In the case of Nunn, if he uh, plays well, you know he's going to pass up the second year in his contract and become a free agent. If you're Malik Monk, you know you are playing on a one year. So go to these young guys and say, you know what? This is your chance to shine. This is your chance to become that number four guy on the team. I need you to go ahead and fill it up and, and be that long-range threat. You guys are both excellent players in your own right. You know, Malik Monk, 40% last year from three this first time. So let's see what you, if you can do it two years in a row. In the case of Kendrick Nunn, you got 20-plus in the finals against us. And yep. you look like someone that came off the bench and just wowed everybody. You were in Miami. You were either feast or famine. You were on the bench doing a DNP because the coach decision or you were off the bench and you were playing and you were getting 20 points. So be that guy that's going to get us 15 to 20 a game. And you will go ahead and make that opportunity. So I'm hoping that they'll choose that route. I'm really, I I think a lot of the keys will be on those two. As far as health, it's all about health with, with us and with you guys as well. I mean, yeah, if that's the case and they're healthy, I mean, the Lakers in their, their transition game with Russell Westbrook, who you said you were such a big fan of, if that's the case, the transition game will be at or near or even better than it was in their championship season in the bubble because that was, that was a real big key to the team winning the, the championship was transition, transition, transition. So, you know, Russell Westbrook, he's going 100 miles an hour. You know he's going to be able to try and do that. The thing is, though, in the playoffs, I'm not concerned so much about the regular season. If they're healthy, I think the Lakers, you can count on them for 50-plus wins. It's the playoffs. I'm concerned about the matchups and what Russell Westbrook's deficiencies are. And as a big fan, you know what that is. In fact, he's he's not a great three-point shooter. In fact, statistically, he is the worst three-point shooter of all time. Let me just put that out there as far as the number <laughs> of threes taken and whatnot. And it's, it's just about seeing what you can do to go ahead. Everybody's going to say, okay, we're going to play off him like the Lakers did against him in the playoffs in the bubble. And that's, that was a major part of what did they did to win. So knowing that, how do you counteract that now that he's on your team to take advantage, maybe play him off the ball, maybe go ahead and make a, a cutter on a lot of occasions, make, do things to go ahead and try to minimize his deficiencies and accentuate his positives. And hopefully if Frank Vogel can come up with that type of scheme in the playoffs, you never know what's going to happen. Of course, again, it's about health, and if AD and LeBron have that right mindset, and if that's the case in a West that seems to be seemingly up for grabs, it's more than ever, it could mm-hmm. be Denver. If Denver's right in the mix and Jamal Murray comes back, they can make a charge. You saw what happened in those eight games that they had with Aaron Gordon when he first came onto the team. Statistically, and the analytics said they were unstoppable. So, you, <laughs> you know, if that happens again and Jamal Murray gets healthy and they – 
they get Ryan and they're collected as a team. You never know with Denver. So, again, these are two teams that are going to be battling at the Western Conference top, I think, if they're both healthy. So we'll wait and see on that. We're signaling the ref for a quick timeout, but we'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, hoop heads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. These are some great words that you put out there, some great insight. And I'll tell you what, cool. I'm hoping you get a chance whenever you want to come back on the show. But before we do, before we get on out of here, I need you to go ahead and do the hard sell. It's the big plug time. I want you to go ahead and tell everybody why they need to check out your awesome YouTube channel, the Play Caller Sports Talk Show, which I am, as we speak, am now going to subscribe to (laughs) right now. Awesome. Well, man, it's really simple, man. We do, um, we focus on, you know, whatever's happening in the world of sports. Uh, We're interactive. You know, we have times where we'll bring people that watch the show on to, you know, do an episode with us or do a a scene with us. Uh, We try to break it up. We try to have fun. We keep our shows around an hour, hour and 15 minutes. You know, we do it once a week. So that's a lot of, you know, information to pack into it about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. But the whole thing is we like to have fun. Uh, we want it to be something that's different from when you go and listen to another show because who wants to listen to 10 shows that do the same thing? You know, interactive is a big piece of what we do. We like to have fun. You know, we go on rant sometimes. My co-host is a uh, 49ers fan. I'm an Eagles fan, so we're playing this week. So if you have a chance to check out this past episode that we did Friday, I think you'll like it. We had, you know, another guy come on that was a Ravens fan, gave us a lot of good insight on the Ravens, different things about the Ravens, you know, Lamar uh, Jackson, different things with him. So it was really exciting. I think you guys uh, would like it. It's definitely something I would suggest you hop on and just check it out. And it's playcallersportstalk.com. If you want to check it out live, 7 p.m. Eastern every Friday. If you don't get a chance to check it out live because that time doesn't work for you, hey, check it out the replay. You still get that same vibe from us. It's really chill. You'll enjoy it. I actually caught a couple episodes already in advance of our interview. I really enjoyed my time with it. As far as Lamar Jackson, please do not put the football anymore on the ground anymore. Stop it. You fumbled twice <laughs> against the Raiders. You're my crazy. starting fantasy quarterback. I don't want to have to bench you for Aaron Rodgers. Please stay on the field. Keep the ball in your hands. Keep the ball in your arms. Please. I mean, Playing David Carr was my starting quarterback. Oh, because uh, what happened was we had a league where we all got kicked out for a portion of the draft, and during that oh. portion, it was had quarterbacks or like uh, a second receiver chose for us. So yeah, we went through. I get back on, and the best uh, quarterback that's left is David Carr. I was like, oh. but Ouch. it did work out so far. So hey, so far, I mean, it's got as long as Darren Waller stays upright 
because yeah. seemingly that's the only target he's throwing to these days, and that's because Darren Waller is <laughs> sensational. But, yeah. yeah, if he stays upright, he's going to have a good season. If he gets hurt, oh, my gosh, uh, I, I feel for you, my friend. I actually yeah. feel for you if that's the case. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Definitely I'll tell you what. Definitely have trade if that happens. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> or try to, you know, if the, hopefully there's somebody maybe pops up, pops up on that waiver wire. But I'll tell yeah. you what, cool, it's been great having you on the show. I cannot thank you enough for – just basically giving us the great insight on not only the off season for the Denver Nuggets, what their outlook is like for this season. And yes, I agree with you. If everything goes right for Denver, you're talking about a top three or four seed, even mm-hmm. without Jamal Murray. And then with Jamal Murray, by the end of the season, everything could really click strong for your team. So I, anybody out there who's thinking lightly on the Denver Nuggets right now, I would say, you know what? I wouldn't do that. But to me, I actually think of any team in a Western Conference, and I'm including the Lakers. I'm talking about the next five years. I think that the Denver Nuggets could be at the top of the list as far as being a consistent front runner because of what you have already as a foundation. I think the yeah. only thing is with the general partner, whoever you know has the, the majority stake in the team, Denver has not been a luxury taxpayer, and they've been known as one of the thrifty teams i guess well you're talking millions of dollars so we'll see <laughs> right. you know, i mean but they've been known as one of the more thrifty teams but with the aaron gordon contract signing that signaled to me that they're serious they think they have a team that's going to compete for the championship not only now but in the future and everybody out there in the nba as far as the analyst are concerned, kind of got wind of that too so if they sign mpj for an extension I really think that you've got a three to five year guaranteed window outside of Jokic or Murray getting hurt again, or the back injuries really coming to MPJ outside of injury. If you guys stay healthy, you've got a three to five year window in the top five in the NBA. I'm hoping for it, man. I'm hoping for it. And I'll be excited. Absolutely. Denver, do they call it the ball arena? Cause it was the Pepsi arena. Is it the ball arena now? Is that what they call it? That's what it was called uh, last year, but, you know, they'll probably be looking to see what kind of a uh, sponsorship they may be able to get to change the, the name because, you know, they don't have a problem with making that change pretty quickly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll tell you what, whoever floats the cash out there, you know what, that's fine. But in Denver, I think the fans out there and you as a big fan of the Denver Nuggets are going to be happy with what you're seeing over the next three to five years because I think that you've got a team that's going to be special for years to come. I'm okay. hoping so. I wish you guys all the best of luck. I wish you and also your co-host and everyone at Play Caller Sports Talk all the success in the world. And cool, I mean, as I said before, the red carpet is open for you at any time at all. But any last thoughts on the way out? Uh, yeah, real quick. I think you also better watch out for Phoenix in the West. I think Golden State is going to re-elevate themselves now that they're going to get Clay Thompson back. A couple of young guys that they're going to get acclimated into, you know, the way that they want to play. So it's a couple of teams to be excited about um, in about the next three to five years out West. Obviously, you need to put Utah in that mix as well. Um, Memphis is a team that could be on the come up. So the West is going to be very heavy. So when you say in the Western Conference, for those who may not be thinking long term, when you're saying that a team may be able to compete for the next three to five years, you're saying that you feel that team is really stacked because the Western Conference itself is really stacked. Yes. 
I think it's going to be really competitive. But you've got a team that's not only talented, but you've got a team that's young and talented. And that yes. is scary for anyone out there in the NBA. But Kuma Kane, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to speak to us. I appreciate that, Gerald. Thanks for having me. I look forward to having you back on again whenever you want, my friend, because it's always open for you right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.